it's your girl, Constance Carter, and you're listening to Real Talk Live, where I invite some of my powerhouse friends to talk about how they're building businesses and growing wealth. Thank you for tapping in. Enjoy. I got my boy, Mr. Mauricio Mejia, my dog. Hey, what's going you know, down? I'm excited. I'm excited. I think I'm, I'm just as excited to be on the show with you. You know, I thank don't you very know. much. I don't know. See, yeah, you have you have uh, up leveled my whole game just because of who you are and my association oh. with you. So I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited for what it is that you're doing. Um, thank you. I, you know, some of the some of the, the things that you've done have really impressed me. But one of the things that's really impressed me is is, is the give back and the philanthropy. And we'll talk about that. Your heart. Yeah, you know, which, I, I'll get emotional too. So you know, I, I, you're gonna see a raw me. Like I'm not a, I'm not afraid to cry either. So if you get, if I get emotional, that's just me. So I love it. Just letting and you you're know. You're from my hometown. You're from <laughs> LA originally, because I remember your story. You're from Southern Cal. You, yeah. Um, you've been in San Jose for a long time. That's my hometown. Um, and you went from like a latchkey kid to gang life yeah. to being a millionaire by 25. Yeah. Wow. Like yeah. that. That is, those are three very, very distinguished, well, you know, from Last Key Kid to gang, you know, gangbanger, that is kind of like given, right? Going from gangbanger to millionaire by 25, and then on track to be a billionaire with a B, is absolutely amazing. Yeah. So I want to talk about it. I want to talk about, tell, tell, tell us about who you are, because a lot of people, they don't know who you are, but they're really excited to hear so there's a right now there's on, on Netflix. I'm sure that some people have made some time. There's a documentary called LA originals. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like the background. Uh, you know, I grew up in, in Highland park, which is a barrio next to Boyle Heights, uh, gang infested, uh, uh, drug infested. I mean, you know, I'd live with a single mom and a younger sister. So, uh, you know, I just, I'm, I'm a kid from the streets. You know, I, I went to school because that was kind of like daycare or, or like, that's just really what it, what it was for me. It's not, but at the same time, I still believe that I need to, needed some structure in my life. Um, and at a young age, I got into the nightlife scene. At 15, 16 years old, I, I, I was doing, I was going to these teen clubs in, in Pasadena, uh, named it was called Maryland's Backstreet, and I and I fell in love with with just kind of being out there. And um, and then I got my break. Um, I you know uh, you haven't read my book yet, but you've uh, I've just published a book, uh, and it's called Smoky Mirrors, and we talk about um, where I got my first start and, and how I started. And then from, from Southern California being in the nightclub scene and throwing some of the biggest parties in LA and then moving to the Bay area and then getting really, um, uh, kind of starting from scratch and bringing that LA vibe, that feel to, to San Francisco and then San Jose. Um, and then I really just started to flourish. So I moved, I moved to the, I got accepted to San Jose state and San Francisco state. So wait a minute, you went, wait, 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 wait. you went from yeah. gangbanging. Yeah. College? Yeah, no, it was crazy. And I barely made wow. it out of, I barely made it out of uh, high school. Um, I ended up getting, uh, you know, the, the, the counselors, they, you know, they, they just had to uh, apply and I applied, I applied myself, you know, I knew that I, I wanted to do more in life. You were a um, smart gangbanger. Yeah. You know, well, it's crazy. So growing up in the streets, you know, so it was, I, I got to see a lot of crazy gangs, and I got—I was associated with a lot of the the, the, the people down there. I was never in actually in one, um, okay. but I got—but I got to see them, and I got to be around them, and I knew a lot of the uh, the big gangs. I mean, you're talking about avenues, 18th Street, White Fence. I mean, 
you're talking about Mario Salvatrucha. I mean, these are big, these are big old school, like big gangs in LA and being around that as a kid. And, you know, it's easy to get lured into that lifestyle. Um, if you don't, if, I don't know, God was with me, man. I, the, it, he had a different uh, path for me. So I'm, I'm uh, you know, he, he took me away from it and, and my mom wanted more for us too. So from Highland Park, we ended up moving to a smaller city called South Pasadena, which is a very uh, predominantly uh, white and Asian uh, community, and uh, which is cool. Um, and, and I was probably one out of the eight Latinos that went to the junior high there. Uh, there was probably like 10 African-Americans that were in, 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 that, in, that, uh, in that middle school. Sounds like and, my elementary school. Huh? Sounds like my elementary school in San Jose. Yeah, so so it was crazy, but you know what? It, it um, my mom wanted more for us, and then you know I just uh, and I played sports too. So I I played soccer, baseball. I mean, I ran track. I was very athletic at a young age, but it just it I, I was I think one of my biggest drives was I was just tired of being poor. You know, I didn't mm. uh, I I didn't like uh, you know the fact that I'd ask my mom for you know for certain things. You know, like um, you know like shoes you know that that's kind of where I, I started my first business i wanted a pair of air jordans but my mom wasn't going to spend 150 bucks 200 bucks for a pair of tennis shoes yeah so uh so i went around the neighborhood and and that's really when i i, I found that entrepreneur spirit in me I, I started going around the neighborhood washing cars and the gimmick that i used was and it was crazy because i didn't even think i just I, I don't know how it even came to me but it just happened was basically um i looked for the bigger cars because i feel that at the bigger cars i could charge more money so I would look around, I would actually look for trucks. Um, and then I would go to the people, I knock on the door and I say, hey, you know, uh, I'd be interested in, in uh, washing your car. And if you like it, uh, it's 20 bucks. If you don't like it, you don't have to pay me. So, you know, you got this 15, 16 year old kid walking around the neighborhood. And nobody's not gonna pay a 15, right. 16 year old kid, right? right? So, I mean, but, and, and, but you know, there was there was some people that were, you know, you'd be right. interested in the, to see, you know, the, 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 the human behavior, but, I was just out, instead of being out on the streets, and that was kind of, I think, where it was, is that I, I didn't want to be in the streets living that destructive lifestyle, so I, I was trying to find ways uh, without having to get into, like, the street, you know, of, of drug dealing and all that, the hustle. I found other ways to do it so that I can, you know, be positive more. You know, I was already growing up in a, in a very dark and very uh, negative environment, so I wanted to do better for myself. So I just found that... that you know, I found that making money was 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 what I liked. And uh, let me ask you about that, though, because, you know, so many people do get caught up exactly the same story as you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, single mother in the hood um, in, you know, gang infested territories. Yeah. They get something sucked in, sucked in. How did you not like so? So not just, you know, I know you had an entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. I know you didn't want to pour worse. There are things that your mom did particularly like this, you know, did she, did she, did she teach you something? What was that thing that said, I'm not going to make this choice to do that? Um, you know, it was, uh, it was my mindset. Um, oh, I that my, early. Yeah. My, I, um, I just realized that, um, seeing a lot of the violence, um, and being that, I, you know, I was this young kid. I was, I was, uh, I was a good looking young kid. So I, I, uh, I was, I just, I was kind of like that pretty boy, uh, that didn't want to get, my hands dirty, but if I had to, I would have. I, 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 yeah, I wanted. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I, didn't, I. You know, and um, and it was just for me. It was just. It was just mindset. It was. Um, I saw the violence. I saw people getting killed at a young age. I saw. I saw that. Uh, you know, I also grew up in an era where say no to drugs was such a big thing. They were ingraining that in our head as a kid. So right. 
you know, there was that fear factor in. And I just knew that, you know, being that my mom was already struggling, um, you know, I, I just, I didn't want to struggle anymore. Um, mm. And I think that that's really. But you didn't think that, okay, I can sell these, these drugs and make some fast money. So me and my mom won't have to. You didn't think long term. You found the bigger picture. Well, I just, I don't, what, you need to tell me that you were born with this mindset. Nope. No, no, no. So I'll tell you, I think where, what, what my path was is that I, got, I, I saw nightlife at a young age. So I fell in love with the light, nightlife, which is the glitz and the glamour part of it. But at, and at a young age, I saw, I mean, I saw a lot of things. I mean, uh, use, drugs, alcohol, I mean, all kinds of crazy stuff at a young age. Um, and I saw it, but that wasn't the attraction for me. The attraction was how can I make how can I grow and make money out of this? What is, you know, I know that uh, the streets were very short-lived. You know, like I said, I saw a lot of young people die at a young age. Uh, you know, uh, kids that got into gangs were getting their ass kicked, you know, at a young age. And that just wasn't attractive, attracting to me. It wasn't calling my attention. Um, and the other part was that at a young age, for some reason, I was always attracted to older people in my life. So, I got to be around older people that kind of guided me, you know, uh, again, the universe had an interesting path for me, the God had an interesting path for me, and, and I'm blessed in that way, and I'm glad that I didn't go down that route, because could I have gone down that route? Absolutely, 100%, no, no question about it. Um, you know, but here's was, what I want to take from that really quick, Mauricio, and I'm sorry for yeah. interrupting you. But people don't realize, especially us. This, hey, this is your show. You can do whatever you want. So I'm, I'm following your lead. So you do whatever you want. We are now, you know, being at the same age. We're elders now, right? So you having that, you saying that, those elders pouring into you, that changed you. That was part of the. That was part of the things that that kind of helped helped you along the way. And I want people to understand, especially people in our generation, how important it is for us as elders to be reaching back looking back to those young people, that, those youngsters that are coming up. Instead of saying, you know what? They ain't listening. They're hard-headed. Uh, you know, they're whatever. Somebody's pouring into them anyway. Because yeah. even if they're hard-headed, even if you don't think that they're listening, or even if you don't think that they will listen, they will speak yeah. life into them anyway. And yeah. so you are a living witness that that is so important for us as elders. Because we're the elders now for us to yeah. do. Yeah. Good-looking elders. Good-looking. Come on, Good man. Elders. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, so, no, I, I want to I, shout out to a few people online really quick. Um, we yeah. have we have full house today, Marquita. She said, "Wow, Nicole Pearson." She said, "Dang, I have a couple of friends that must have been two of those in South Pasadena." Um, you know the 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 uh, the, the ten black folks that went to your high school. Mm-hmm. Um, Angela said hi. Katrina said hi. Brandy said hi. Um, Glenda said hi. Sam said South. No, Sam said Temple. So I, I guess that's an L.A. thing. Yeah, Temple. Yeah, yeah. he okay. went to uh, Temple City or he lived in Temple or he went to Temple High School. So Okay. Yeah. Ty, Taisha said, woohoo, I made it on. Marquita said, that's a huge blessing. Seeing someone that comes from the ground up, testimonies, blessed, inspiration. Chanel loves it. Randy loves it. Nakia said, hey. And folks are still logging on. So Ooh. again, for the people just logging on, I want to introduce you to my boy, Mauricio, who is the godfather of nightlife in San Jose. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. We're yeah. just kind of, he said you guys are from the same hood. That's cool. Sam said you guys are from the same hood. Highland Park. So I grew up in Highland Park. So yeah, so we, if he's uh, from there or, or South Pasadena, that Pasadena area, then yeah, we yeah we're, we probably cross paths. So. No, no, and he's, you know, he's right around our age as well. Cool. But, um, but so uh, let's get back on track. So when did you actually move from Southern Cal to the, to the Bay Area? 
1993. Um, oh, yeah, before was, you graduated. You graduated yeah, in 94. Yeah, uh, 94. So I, I, I ended up finishing high school up here in the Bay Area. I, I went to El Cerrito High School in, uh, okay. on the East Bay. Uh, okay. So I had an interesting, it, it, interesting uh, experience, and it's in my book. You'll 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 read about it. But right. I ended up in San Francisco literally by accident. If I didn't, uh, if I didn't, uh, I went through a crazy experience. I was my, you know, we had lost everything. We went homeless uh, when 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 I was when going through high school. My mom was in a toxic relationship, and uh, when she broke up out of that toxic relationship, we lost everything. Um, so literally. My mom couldn't afford to keep us. We got evicted out of a out of our out of our place. Um, so my mom, I ended up moving with a friend of mine's uh, family in uh, Monrovia, and uh, they lived up in the hills. I mean, the the, the father was a, a movie editor. He, uh, if you remember Star Search, uh, Star Search uh-huh. TV show. Yeah. So yeah. I used to work in the back studio of Star Search. I I started to learn editing at a young age, uh, movie editing and, and film editing and stuff. I did actually a couple little short films when I was, when I was living in LA and, uh, the son, he was like a good friend of mine. And, and we went to a, a junior high and then high school together. Uh, we played sports together. The only problem is white kid, you know, white family privileged, you know, you know, I don't even want to use those kind of, uh, uh, those kind of, uh, terms, but you know, hey, he, he had, he, he, he had it good, but he got caught up in drugs at a, at a young age. So I remember, you know, going not on, not only going to being in the nightclub scene, you know, going out every weekend. I was also uh, I had signed up for a, a cadet program with L.A. County Sheriff's. Uh, so I was a cadet uh, going through their academy. And one weekend I was coming back from my, my academy. It was on Saturdays and the kid was just on one and him and his father were arguing and he knocked out his dad. And it was just crazy, and I remember that this kid started calling me names. You know, you spick, wetback. You, I'm mean, just calling me really like nasty names, and I was already down and out. You know, I think that that to get kicked while you're down and out, it was just really, it was, it was hurtful. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna take this motherfucker out. And excuse me for you know, hey, where you? I'm gonna drop some f bombs in here, Let's but I'm gonna, Let's keep it hey, real, buddy. But but I'm gonna, you know, I come from the streets, and I'm not gonna let some punk ass kid on drugs try to punk me and try to talk some shit. So. I literally, and we're athletes, you know, so I ran upstairs uh, to my room and I grabbed the baseball bat. True story. I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this guy out because he's already, I'm already in pain. I don't need to be reminded of the pain. Mm. And, uh, and it just, I just say, you know, I'm going to take this dude out. So I remember him coming up and I heard him. I, it was almost like, like a true, like movie. Like you, I can hear the creaking of him, of his steps coming up. And I remember I caught the bat so, like, just ready. I mean, ready to just take this dude's head out. And uh, he opened up the door, flicked the light on, and I swear I never saw a white boy turn so white, uh, so, so much white. I mean, he turned pale. And uh, I remember that uh, when he looked at me, he knew that it was, it was over. And I remember that I dropped the bat, and I started to, and I literally, I just, I, I, like, tensed up. I dropped the bat. I started to cry. And I left the house running, um, probably about a mile and a half to the nearest payphone. And literally, I, I I don't know how I remembered my cousin's number in San Francisco, but I called my I called my cousin Collect from a payphone. You know, back then the, the days there used to be payphones on the street. So I, I uh, so I called uh, my cousin Collect, and literally um, the following week, I ended up in the Bay Area. Wow. Had I had I not, had I had I gone through with that impulse that moment, I probably wouldn't be here today. Um, Change it. Change yeah. 
you know, so that, that was really a pivotal change in my life, you know, not only from being broke, you know, growing up in the streets, not having the, the, you know, the, the things, but wanting more in life. That was really what fueled me. That's really what's, that's my fuel. Constantly I wake up every day, like I'm I'm fired up. I I have to be a self-starter because, you know, I was told, uh, Shireen, you know, Shireen Rivera, she says, one day I I was, uh, I was complaining to her. She says, look, man, she, she kept it real with me. She says, you wanted to be a billionaire. You're going to have billionaire problems. You know, you wanted to be a millionaire. You're going to have millionaire problems. If you want more in life, it comes with problems. It comes with, with more, you got, you, if you want it, you got to work your ass for it. It doesn't just, you don't wake up one day and, you know, unless you're lucky, you know, you, you wake up one day and there's a, bu- there's a box of money. And even if you had a box of money, you'll burn through it. If you don't, if you're not disciplined or if you don't know how to invest or spend it or, and that was really what life was teaching me was, was teaching me the disciplines, you know, and how much can I take? And I yeah. think that when I ended up moving to the Bay area, you know, then getting into, perfecting my my skill of nightclubs and parties in LA being in, a, in an area that I saw a lot of opportunity now when I moved to the Bay Area I lived in San Francisco for my first year finished high school and then I moved to uh, Richmond I lived with a with a, another cousin of mine and while I was going through there my cousin's very into education so he's like hey you need to apply for school you need to apply so part of my counseling and part of the school so I applied for three four universities I applied for Stanford Cal San Jose State and uh, and uh, San Francisco State. At the time, I was playing uh, base, baseball and football. I thought maybe I could get a scholarship. I was, again, thinking big. Um, none of that happened, and I just, you know, so I, I got accepted into both San Francisco State and San Jose State. And then I remember coming to San Jose to come party back in the day. There used to be some, you know, uh, Paradise Beach. There used to be the old Studio 47, and then I was doing some parties already down here. I fell in love with San Jose. I love the weather too. And it just reminded me of LA. So it was kind of like little LA to me. So, uh, I, 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 I took the, uh, offer for San Jose state and I ended up moving to San Jose back in 1996. So, uh, you know what you're saying, what you're saying, it really, it really reminds me that every single thing that we go through is for our good and it's for our benefit. Absolutely. You had to go through what you went through with, with, with your friend. First of all, you were able to see a whole other side of life that you probably weren't accustomed to. But then yeah. you were able to see the ugly side, too, of what you never, ever, ever want to go through. Because I think God was giving you a glimpse of yeah. the opportunities that you were going to be afforded to, right? Oh, yeah. He's going to give you a glimpse to the kind of money that you were going to be able to make at some point. But yeah. here's what you don't want. Here's what right. you don't want for your child, right? So you all, everything that you went through in life, being homeless, you know, the surroundings and the moving and seeing your mom and what she went through, all yeah. of those were for your good because you would not be the person that you are the today, yeah. have all the ambition that well, you do today if you had not walked the path that you walked. Absolutely. It gets even juicier. So, uh, you know, I moved to San Jose. I, I do three years of college at San Jose State. On my fourth year, I decided that I'm going to quit. I just quit school. I got one more year left, and I'm like, you know what? I'm in debt. Um, I don't love school. I'm the, the, I don't, I, you know, my last, I was on some of my upper division classes and I remember this lady walking in, she was so sloppy with just the way she was organized. And, uh, I was like, this person is going to teach me how to make money. I'm already making money. I was third. I was, I was already driving an $80,000 car going to college and, you know, I had my own house, you know, I had my own fraternity house, you know, I was like, wow. I was just, it, it was crazy. Uh, uh, I, I, I was in a fraternity too at San Jose state. I was a theta Chi. Um, but it was, and, and, and even with that, you know, just all those experiences, 
I just said, you know what? I made a decision. And that's part of my mantra is you have to make a decision. Once you make a decision, you have to commit to your decision. And once you commit to your decision, you got to execute. Because a decision without commitment or a decision and a commitment without execution is nothing. It's just a plan. You know, like all those all behind your board, you have all these different ideas and thoughts and stuff. If you don't apply those with some action, that all they're going to be is just thoughts on that on that blackboard. You know, so for me, it's it's um, what are you going to do with this? Like, what are you going to do with like the money? So, yeah, at 25, you know, being in the nightlife, I made my first million. I was like, damn, like it was crazy that to to like. And when you when you make your first million, you're like, huh? It's like when you sell, you, you've made millions already because you sell real estate. You understand you're making money. Those you're already a multimillionaire. You're already you're dealing with millions. You're not playing with pennies. You're playing with big dollars and you're playing with big lives and people's decisions. So when I made my first million, I was already I had my my the the Vault Ultra Lounge was my first nightclub and like my my first own truly upscale ultra lounge in San Jose. I was already involved in other nightclubs. I had already done big concerts and I was big in the at 25, yeah. And then at 28, I was making three to four million. Um, had a Ferrari 360 Spider, uh, red on tan. I was living the dream. I lived, I had a beautiful loft in Japan town with, you know, with a uh, 350 gallon saltwater fish tank with a baby black tip shark. They're illegal, first of all. <laughs> so I have a black tip. It, it, looked, it, looked like a, it looked like a little great white, like a great white shark. Uh, wow. And I, and I, I could imagine what this crib looked like. I could imagine. Oh, what uh, it was beautiful. It's, it, it's, uh, in Japan town, there's these old uh, pickle, uh, pickle factories that they turn into lofts. So I had like these 15 foot high ceilings, beautiful concrete floor. I mean, it was just beautiful. And, uh, and I'm single, and I'm and I'm and I'm just living life, and and um, you know, and pretty boy. I, I mean, you yeah, just gotta no. go. <laughs> I'm, I'm living on top of the world, you know. I'm, I'm thinking, um, I'm, and and here's where it gets crazy because now I'm living a life of excess. I grew up poor with nothing. I start to learn success, and the little failures are the bumps that we have in our lives. I don't look at them as failures where they 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 cripple me. These are just little bumps in the road that teach me more and more in life. But what I realized is that um, as as I'm as I'm making all this money, all this success, I mean, we're I mean, it's just crazy. You can only eat steak and lobster so much before that even kills you too. You know, uh, you I had three, four cars, I had motorcycles, I had toys, I had all, all the you know, you just silly stuff. You know, um, I had real estate and and I was invested in real estate. I was doing real estate at the same time, so I, I tell people I'm like. I was Bruce Wayne during the day and Batman at night, you know, because literally I was doing real estate and deals during the day. And then at, at nighttime, I had my nightclub. And really, my nightclub was my platform. Um, like, you know, now, I mean, these, these are all platforms, a nightclub or a restaurant or some they're platforms where you can invite people and break bread with them, have a good time. I made more money with deals that I was, you know, by, by having them come to my, 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 uh, my bar or my, my club outside than there because there was a year entertainment that's where i lured people in and they loved the the the, the, the glitz and the glamour and the excitement and then uh you know then we would close deals so again you know, young guy making all this money i'm 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 2008 let me see 2008 is uh so we were like 28 wait that was uh 20 29 30 i was already 32 30, 32, 32. Yeah. So, I was, so i was crushing it yeah, 32 years old. Uh, I mean, I'm just crushed. I, 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 I laugh now because I'm like, wow, it was just it was it was a fun time. And then B 
being in real estate, I was able to see trends and being in the nightclub business because I'm watching people spend money every week. So what I realized was that uh, fourth quarter of 2006, I saw a dip and I knew something was going to crash because everybody started doing those, was doing those bad loans, those negative AM yeah, loans. I remember I was in I mean, business. I, thank God for me. I, I never got into that mortgage side. I was always a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a land development guy. I'm a, I'm a real estate negotiator. I don't, I never got into that. I knew that there was just, it just what it didn't feel right. Cause I saw the, the people that shouldn't be in homes, not because they shouldn't, because that's the dream to have a home, but because they couldn't afford to have a home. You know, they didn't have the financial awareness or the, the skill set. Not that I was Mr. Smarty pants over here too, because I was making so much money, but as much money that was coming in was going out too, because I thought it was forever. I thought it was the, the pot of gold forever. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, 2007 came around, uh, things started to slow down, and then 2008 kicked in. I started to see more notice of, uh, or actually in 2007, I saw more notice of defaults. And then by July of 2007, I started to see notices of foreclosure at a very high rate. So I'm looking at trends, and then my nightclub business is starting to go down. So you have, you have your, 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 your fixed expenses and you have your income. So what happens is, is when your income starts to drop, you're like, man, what's going on? And you're trying, you're, you're doing the same thing. And, you know, yeah, the world is changing. But the minute that your income becomes the same level of your, of your fixed expenses, you're kind of teetering now. It's kind of like the, the, the alarms are starting to ring. The minute you go below your fixed expenses, you're in trouble now. Yeah. So, and, and with any business, you know, if you can't operate or, or, or service your cost of operations or your expenses – you know, you got to really, you got to retool yourself. You got to look at your numbers, just like when you do your real estate, your, your investments, you got to look at what's my return on investment. We all want the, the 20% investment, but if we're making 12 to 15% return, then you're in a good spot, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 18 to 22 is my favorite area to be in. And that's the kind of businesses that I like. Uh, every once in a while, we'll hit a 30, a 30 percenter. And then we're like, Ooh, <laughs> But, you know, so, you know, then 2008 hit and, uh, constant, I'm going to tell you that was, that was painful, uh, because the world turned upside down. Uh, mm -hmm. you had the financial crash, you had real estate crash. Nobody can afford, uh, no, now the, the true colors of people were coming out, all the ballers, all the guys that, you know, they used to come out in Ferraris, Lamborghinis. I mean, even myself, like this is now where the swamp is being drained. Like, you know, you heard that this is like where. This is how like the Bernie Madoffs got caught because all this fluff that they created when the, money, it now. when the money dries up, like what we're going through right now, that's when the real, this is when you really see who's made of what. Um, and 2008, um, and I'm not ashamed of this uh, because that was part of the title in Smoke and Mirrors was I went from living in a badass loft, uh, $350,000 car, uh, I mean, just craziness, making over a million, uh, like literally at that time I was making over $4 million at that time. I was already making, my club was killing it. I was diversifying in, 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 in real estate. I mean, my commissions on real estate were thirty to $40,000 a month in just commissions, you know I mean? And that was, back then I was like, you know, on top of my nightclub, so easily, I mean, just crushing it. One, uh, that one year alone in 2006, actually 2005, we sold over 350 properties that year alone. I made $9 million. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, crazy. And then, and then to see that, so that the, the stuff that's happening 
And I had a badass team. It was, I mean, we had, I had four uh, transaction coordinators just handling my production just on, on my team because that's how bad we were. I mean, we're, I, it's funny because I shared it with Chandra. I told Chandra, you know, Chandra, I said, I love your, your powerhouse name. And I said, I'm going to tell you something. I go, I never wanted to kind of like take away from you because I love you and I love, respect you so much. And, and I, I believe in what you do. I said, but the name of my team was called Powerhouse Team. In real wow. estate, we were a powerhouse team. So, like, I love, I get chills, like, when I, when I, when I, when I see Chandra, just the, the, the energy that she puts into what she does, you know, and, and, yeah. and if she's watching, you know, hey, you know, shout out to you, because. Shout, shout out to Chandra, she's a, I know she's a she, She's an amazing human being. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're just, so then 2008 comes, and it's it just like a tailspin. You're just like, you, you get into a tailspin when you lose control of the controls, if that makes any sense, you know. So when you lose control of the controls, now you're 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 navigating in the dark, and and I and that's really what happened. So, uh, 2008, August 8th of uh, of 2008. So eight 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 oh eight. Yes. What happened? Uh, it's in, it's in my book. Wait, 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 Everybody's as they see right now because we're like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, what's gonna happen in 2008? And before he before he tells you what's gonna happen, and a lot, a lot of folks are sharing, share this. Because everybody needs to hear this. This is a story of rise to success, hard fall. Because you know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. No, and get ready. No, it's, it, it, gets, it, gets, it gets dark right now. It gets dark. Don't you? It does. We're not even. We're not even there yet. Two thousand and eight. August. We got her tea. I got my tea. We we're, we're, we're here for it. Hey, Go for August eighth of two thousand and eight. I I filed for a, a bankruptcy for the company. Uh, we didn't owe any vendors any money, but. Because remember, I talked about once you get below your fixed expenses, you're you're now in the you're you're in the, a snowball effect. Yeah. Yeah. The, the shit's hitting the fan, and, and you have no controls. There's no money. People are not spending like they used to, and your cost of living is X amount. I mean, honestly, the cost of living for me was stupid twenty thousand, fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a month, just in car payments, house payments, uh, in in living. My my fish tank alone, just to get it, it, it had to get custom clean because it was a custom tank. You couldn't just like it had to get serviced. That shit alone was a, was a thousand bucks a month just to get it serviced. I mean, it was crazy. Excess. Yeah, no, no, no. Excess, excess life. It's uh, you know what though? I look back and I don't regret it one bit. I, I lived it. I got it. Um, you know, we so during the during the right before all that stuff. I mean, we were going. It was Thursday, Friday, Saturdays uh, at the club. Sunday, first flight in the morning, we jump to go to Vegas, and then we'd come back on Tuesday. And then we start out, we, Wednesday was our rest day, and then we start again, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then boom. So we were living fat. I mean, it was, it, and it was oh, fun. I didn't, was, I didn't know you back then. I'm so man, we could have been kicking it. Woo! <laughs> well, you know what, though? I'm going to tell you something, and, and this is, this is, this is true. Like I said, I'm going to be very raw. There's a pre-2008 Mauricio, and there's a, a post-2008 Mauricio. So oh, for me, 2008, I lost everything. Uh, prior to all that, I was a, I was a jerk. Uh, I seriously, I was such a jerk. I was so arrogant. I was so so full of myself that it was so ugly. I was overweight too. I didn't take care of myself. I mean, I'm telling you, I, you can only eat so much uh, rich food before it starts to kill you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, I had just launched my my detox Sundays pool parties at the at the Hiltons at the DoubleTree. So. Not only was I dominating uh, the, the nightlife, I was dominating the day parties. I mean, I was, I was living fat. 
And then 2008 came, and uh, when I had to file for bankruptcy, I had a, there was an, an attorney. His name is Charles Logan. I'll never forget him. Badass dude, uh, African-American dude. He, from, he was from here, San Jose. Uh, he dealt with a lot of uh, professional athletes. He was a big 49er fan. Uh, I go in an emergency. He says, it's going to cost you $20,000 to do this bankruptcy. I'm like, this business bankruptcy. Yeah, this is business bankruptcy. $20,000 retainer. That's just a retainer. That's not what it costs. Chapter 11. Uh, uh, yeah, Chapter 11 reorganization. And uh, I'm like, where am I going to find this money? I'm like, well, I'm broke. So we start, we scramble, we borrow the money. I take them $20,000 in cash in a bag, drop the 20. It's not a lot. They're two little small stacks of 10,000, but it's in cash. And you take it to an attorney. He's looking at you like, what the heck? Said, Woo! Yeah, yeah. So the crazy part though, is that one day, literally like he, so he, he puts it into, he puts us into bankruptcy. They freeze everything so that we can, we, we don't lose our money to pay our payroll and we can operate. Now we're in a protected situation. Obama gets elected in November of 2008. So the world is kind of like changing, you know, we're, 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 you know, I'm, I'm excited for the change. I mean, there's hope now, right? There's hope. Um, no, man, it, it gets worse. Uh, right. April uh, 4th of 2009. I'll never forget the day um, that, you know, real estate was doing the, uh, the cash for keys, uh, you know, key uh, for your house. And I had to, I, I lost everything lost everything because I lost my business. I couldn't save it. There was no money. People were, you know, the world was, we're going now into, into a depression. The world 2008, nine and 10 were the worst. Nobody wanted to spend money. They didn't have, they didn't have money. Everybody was losing their home. So it's either, either, either food for their, for their families or going out and partying. So it was family, it, the priorities shifted. Right. So what, what happens? Um, I lose my home. I lost my, I mean, I remember when they, when my car, my Ferrari got put on a flatbed and got taken away. I was like, but I had to start letting go of things. Um, and that's really what became the change in my life because I didn't allow the material things to control me because what I started to realize was that um, by holding on, you get sick. You know, you get stress and stress kills. Stress causes cancer. Stress causes illness in our bodies, period, period. No, it's proven. So I started, if it wasn't the money, losing the money that was going to kill me, it was the stress that was going to kill me. Now, I knew that I came from nothing. And I knew that I've been poor once. Um, I made it. Now, this is where you really get tested. I lost everything. I literally became homeless in 2009, April 4th of 2009. I became homeless. I had literally given away all my furniture, given away my fish tank, given away everything because I didn't have anywhere to go. All I did, I still have it, uh, believe it or not, I have it in my, my spare room. I have a basket that I talk about in my book where I packed what was necessary. My, my shoes were on the bottom first, socks, underwears, and then I put a towel over so that my socks and my underwears don't touch my clothes. Like, I'm weird like that. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm like, even when I wash clothes, you know, I'm just very meticulous about the way I take care of my things. And then I would put a towel over so that no one could see. And I remember that. Literally, I packed it all in, and uh, at the time, I had a, a cargo van, and uh, I lost everything, literally, homeless. Uh, everything, 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 everything. The club, we ended up uh, we ended up shutting down the club in 2000. We ended up selling it, uh, and not really selling, giving it away in bankruptcy in 2009-10. I was already, I had already, the, the lease was, uh, I signed it in 2003. Three, I opened in 2004, and then by 2009, we had already—I had already made all my money back. 
but you know, life was just changing. And we, I basically, we're going through what we're going through somewhat today. It's different what we're going through today. And this is what, what, what I'll get to is that I lost everything, literally homeless, zero money. I had $40 to my account from making all these millions. I had $40 in my account. Uh, and $40 is what I had for gas money to get me to LA. But the car that I had, it was 300 miles. And I knew that 40 bucks would give me a full tank. And I ended up going to my sister's house. And uh, I literally, uh, after I had a couple of- to LA in a cargo yeah. van. Yeah. Forty dollars. Actually, at the, by that time, I had already got I, my cargo van had got rebuilt already too. No, we that there was it's just so much craziness. Two thousand eight, nine, and ten were bananas for me. Bananas. I mean, I literally uh, you made only, nine million dollars in two thousand five. Yeah, forty dollars in your bank account. In That's it. That's it. That's it. So, uh, and and it's crazy wow. because now I have forty bucks. But you know what? 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 What's more important that I have is that I have my mindset and my my sanity. Um, yeah. That I knew that if I did it once, I could do it again. I yeah. came, and that's what. So I had to take myself, and this is when we, when we talk about mindset, you got to take yourself to those pressure points, those pain points that you talked that you, I said earlier, and you got to really think to yourself, okay, I've been here before. Now mm -hmm. it's how do you navigate out of these waters? How do you? How do you? You have experience now. That's what you know. These gray hairs. This is wisdom. <laughs> yeah. That's wisdom. That's experience. You know, when these the younger generation, we try to explain to them, hey, one day you're gonna blah 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 blah. We keep repeating that, and then eventually they'll learn because they'll experience it in life. You know, we can't you can't teach someone what they don't know if they haven't experienced it. So I've dealt with all these big money, and I've dealt with these big people. And relationships is important too. You got to have credibility. You got to have integrity. You got to be honest with people. Uh, you can't bullshit your way through 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 life because it'll catch up. Bottom line, it'll catch up. There, the 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 it it, it just will. So, so let, me, let me ask you this though, yeah. because I know you said you know you, I mean from being you weren't this high, you were like astronomically high to go all the way to the bottom. And so, yeah. you mean to tell me that okay, I'm at the bottom, and Lord, okay, I hit the bottom, now I can just get back. How long did you stay down before it took you to like, okay, get your parents, get your mind, get your, you know, because that's a lot to go from, you know, it's one thing, you know, I made $100,000 and, and I ain't got a dime to my pocket. I mean, you know, I made $75,000 and now I don't have a dime, but to make $9 million in one year and go to $40 in your pocket, how long did you stay down before? So, uh, so I, I ended up going to my sister's house and, uh, I, I quarantined myself, literally quarant like crazy that we're kind of going through this right now. And I'm going through a similar experience right now. So I quarantined myself in a 10 by 10 room. I remind myself that growing up as a kid, we were in a 10 by 10 apartment infested with cockroaches, poor. We, I mean, we just didn't have, at times we went to bed hungry because my mom didn't have enough to feed us. So I reminded myself of all that pain that I went through at a young age. And I told myself I had a whiteboard, uh, I, 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 lo I love whiteboards, and I, and I like to draw. I'm a very visual person. It's either paper and pen or it's on a, on a whiteboard because I got to be visual. I got to visually stimulate my mindset, my mind. Like, boom, I love colors. I love creating. Um, so I write out my plan, and I remember my nephew was in the room, and I wrote on my board, I wrote, uh, what year was it? 2010, so 2011, 12. I ended up moving to the Bay Area, back to San Jose because I started, I opened up Chacho's, the Mexican restaurant, 
uh, January 19th of 2013. Tachos is the mom, by the way. I think I was out there in 2013. That's the first time I, I think I went to Tachos. Yeah, there, so that's when I... It, it guys, was, if you guys ever been to Tachos in San Jose, downtown San Jose, Mauricio yeah. is the owner of Tachos. Yeah, one of the partners over there. We have two of them. Uh, George Sanchez is my business partner. He's the one. He's the mastermind behind that. And uh, he was going through some crazy st stuff during that time too. But for me, it's like you know, I actually what I what I started to see and learn more was that I got energized by helping others. That actually gave me more like no different than like a party. You know, I enjoyed the the what I enjoyed about doing a big party or a concert or or having a successful event is seeing the smile and the enjoyment that others get. So that makes me feel good inside. Like I'm, I'm I have an idea, and if my idea, uh, if it fruitions and it's it successful, uh, and people have a good time, that's all that matters to me. That's that's what fulfills me. Like right. so, yeah, I help my friend. Yeah, I, I help my friend George. Uh, uh, re, uh, you know, get out of a bad partnership deal. We reopened up Chachos in downtown where it belongs. But again, that wasn't enough for me. I wanted more in my life because I knew that I was destined for more. So. Going back to when I moved to LA and I wrote my plan, I wrote a so plan. Two years? Did you say two years from 2009 to 2011? Is how long? I was homeless for about two and a half years. So I was uh, 2009, 10, 11, part of 12. So yeah, about two and a half years. Nobody knew. I was I was sleeping on inflatable mattresses. I was sleeping on the floor. I was sleeping on my friend's place. I mean, I was literally I was couch surfing, um, and I and and I pack light because. Uh, you know, I just, I, I didn't, I didn't want to have to worry about all the, 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 the baggage, you know? So, um, I remember that my mindset, I started to retrain myself. I started to re, uh, personal growth, personal growth. Uh, you know, I've were always you been, reading books? Were you reading books? Uh, you know, so I don't, I don't, I'm not a big reader, but I love to do audio books and I love yeah, to okay. do videos. Yeah. So my car became like a, a walking university for me, like, or, or a mobile university. Like instead of listening to the, like the latest mix or all this, I was listening to like, how to get my mindset. Like I was, I was, uh, at the time, E, uh, e Cartoli, uh, 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 the power of now is a mm -hmm. great book. It's a great audio. Um, it really, it messes with your mindset because it, 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 it hits certain grooves and certain triggers that it made me understand that I needed to quiet the noise. And that's the first thing, you know, if you want to be successful and you want to really take yourself to the next, level, you got to, yeah, quiet the noise. You gotta, and that was one of my mentors taught me. He goes, Mauricio. He goes, you're destined for more. You're destined for more. Period. We see it in you. You got, you know, at that time. So when I got back to San Jose, and let me go back. I wrote on my board, 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16. I did a five year plan, and I wrote 150,000, 250,000, 300,000, 450,000, a half a million, and then a million. I wrote my. I wrote. I visually saw myself making the money. 2012, 13, I moved back to the Bay Area. Um, January 1st of uh, 2014, I started a company called California Labor Force. Uh, my first year, I did $4 million. Wow. I went from 2006. We just unloaded the company uh, like last month. <laughs> uh, really? But we went uh, Jan from January 1st of 2014 to January 1st of twenty of 2020. So that gives us a six-year run. Uh, this year, we, we would have cleared $100 million. Um, And yeah, so crazy, crazy. I, I got into a business that I had no idea, staffing business. We went from the, the we built one of the largest staffing companies in California. Uh, they're the first responders to all the major disasters. And what I did was, and this is what I tell people, like, 
if you want to build wealth, you want to become rich, you, you can't have the mindset of doing one one business or one, you know, if you have a job, have a job and have a side hustle. Have a, and, and when I mean a hustle, is like, have something else. Like, we all have the same amount of times. It's how bad do you want it? Mm-hmm. How bad do you want it? You know, people want to go buy these expensive purses or the expensive cars or they live in the beautiful... Well, how bad do you want it? And you know that there's there's people out there that go buy some dumb shit. Like seriously, like they'll go invest in a purse that's way that that that, that but they can't. They they're still living at home. You know, it's yeah. like you gotta really you gotta really you gotta really think about what's your priorities. What is your goals? What do you want? You know, and how bad do you want it? Mm-hmm. Period. So I, I need to recap this real quick. Hold on, Mauricio, because I, I I need I need folks to marinate on this real quick. So in two thousand. Um, uh, eight, nine. You were homeless. Yeah, for two years. Okay. Yeah, nobody knew yeah. it. Nobody knew it either, and and that's because you don't want to let people know when you're sweating it. You don't. You gotta. It's smoke and mirrors. It's it's about perception. It's about because people will judge you. People yeah. are fucking. They're mean. People are mean. This we live in a in a cruel world. A period. That was part of like that was part of my fuel growing up as a kid. I was being teased because I was wearing pro wings. Because my mom couldn't afford the shoes, but when I when I walked in with my with my Jordans, boom! What's yeah, up? All yeah, you the man. You the man. I'm a, cool, I'm a cool kid now. Yeah, now you know, you're cool. I got, I, got, I got the Jordans, you know. Right, now right. it's like now I don't flaunt it. Now I rather I, I like to wear my V-neck shirts. Okay. You know, I, I I I have little trinkets here there that are like my gems, but I don't flaunt it. I don't need to. I don't. I don't really fucking care what people think. Whether oh. you know, at the end of the day. I'm running a hundred million dollar company. My focus is to be a billionaire. By well, it was 2021. Now it's going to be delayed 2022. My goal is to be a billionaire by 2022, and it's not because I want. It, it's like it's not even about that. I, I know, it's not I even about that. No, 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 no. It's it's for me. It's about what can I do to make an impact, and that's where it goes to like philanthropy and giving back. Like I'm telling you, 2000 pre 2008 Mauricio jerk, post 2008 Mauricio completely different. It's not about me anymore. It's about what can I give back, period. That's it. Like, I, I get more pleasure in giving back and partnering up with, with intelligent people, people that are driven like you. Um, that's what motivates me. I don't want to be around people that are, that are, that are suckers, you know, that are the, the, the energy suckers, you know. Get rid of you. You, you want to be successful? Pick new friends. Circle, surround yourself by, by successful people, period. You know you what know, I'm period. When I met you, that's what impressed me most about you. Not the fact that you said I'm, I'm going to be the first Latino billionaire, but the fact that you talked about giving back. That yeah. impresses me more than anything. I can care less about how much money you make, but it's how much yeah. you to give. Not just yeah. money, but time and your talent and the things that you treasure. Like how how many people are you helping? How much change are you effectuating? You know, no. it's all the money, it does not matter. You know, when you're like this, you are not in a position to receive. But when no. you are like this, when you're open. helping and you're giving, open, open, abundance yeah, yeah. comes. Abundance oh, yeah. comes. I, it's I'll the law of uh, I uh, and it was crazy because when you like, you know, people like the secret. Okay, you, you've you, everyone's heard of the book, The Secret. Yeah. People don't get it, that or some people that, that well, some of us get it because somebody it, said find, that. Everybody, it, Mark, you said just like the secret. So go ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it clicks. It, it what happens is is that. When you hear, when you watch The Secret, you're like, what's The Secret? What's The Secret? But what you're not realizing is that The Secret is about giving. The more you give, the more you'll receive. And that's really, that's The Secret. There's no, like, there's the, I don't know how to explain it. 
there's no big secret. You want to be successful? Give more. You want to be successful? Help others. You know, you want to be like, I want to see you be successful. I want to help you. I want to do business with you because if you're successful, then I can be successful too. All of us. It's like I told, like I told you. There's for all of us to have. Oh man, there's, there's there's, there's so much right now, right now with what we're going through, uh, with this whole, you know, this, this craziness, crazy time that we're in. I've never seen this. But yeah. I'll tell you right now, I know what it's like to be without, so I know I can survive this. I know that I can navigate through these waters because at the end of the day, it's about negotiations. It's about keeping a strong mind, keeping yourself healthy um, and balance, you know, and 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 balance is crazy. It's, it's a tricky one because there is no such thing as balance. If, if yeah. you've got a family, you got a business, you got you got family, uh, you just, it, 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 it all pulls at you. So you got to be able to balance that, meaning that you got to learn how to juggle. So yeah. people ask Lisa me, Nichols, Lisa Nichols says balance is a myth. Yeah. <laughs> so I tell people, they're like, well, how is it that you're, you know, how are you keep yourself uh, focused? I'll share with you. So this is, these are, these are secret notes right here, but I'm going to share them with you. There's a secret right here. Boom. So this stuff right here, this is my Bible. Uh, I'll read some names in here and you'll, and you'll see. So, I wrote every year. I write my. I, I do my my thing called the twenty. Uh, the team. So this is the twenty twenty team, and I write every name of important people that are important in my life. Some people got crossed out. You asked me earlier. I thought you were. I thought you had somebody. Well, that person got crossed out. That person got crossed out. Why? Because it's important to have the right partner in your life. And if that's a if that's a family, or if that's a if that's either you're married or engaged or boyfriend girlfriend, right there, red redlined. Boom. That was my number two person out. And then my mentors, you know, I had, so I, and, and you know, you know that I'm doing business with, with Stedman. Stedman is right here. He's my number five guy. Cause I'm doing that, stuff. That would be Oprah's bank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's my business partner. And then what I do now is I break down all of these people. This is my Bible here. So whenever I get off track, um, mm. I, 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 I break down every person that I'm, I have a business with. I break down. What am I doing? My partner, real estate, all my real estate deals, my investments, my investment deals, uh, my construction company, my my Stedman events, my you know twenty twenty events partnership, my chachos. I mean, I break it down. Like you got to invest time in yourself to keep yourself organized. Why? Because if you're not organized, uh, or you're, well, you, if you're, you can't remember everything. And I'll tell you right now, there's moments where I'm like, I get lost in my own sauce. That I'm like, all right, hey, I got to check myself. And then what I do with the red marks is those are my edits. And then what I'll do is I'll go back and I'll, re I'll, I'll clean it up so that I always keep a fresh one. And I'll always print out. I try to do this once a week, if not at least once a month, because sometimes it, it becomes redundant. There's not a lot of changes. But this is my Bible. This is what keeps me uh, focused. So I have my, my staffing business, my construction business, my, uh, my real estate developments, my media company. And then now my, my, the stuff that I love to do, like the book. and you know, So I have five forms of, of income. I don't believe in one. Five, you want to talk about breaking my day? I mean, one of the things that I learned, and this is from Mark Zuckerberg, they asked him a question. They say, hey, how do you, how do you, how'd you create this, 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 this uh, juggernaut of a company? Time management. And people are like, time management? You're like, yeah, not everything requires 40 hours, 80 hours. That stuff is a myth too. It's if you want it, you'll give it the attention until you finish it and you execute it. Then you move on to your next stuff. Once you get your base or what I call my runway going, then I got a long runway, and if I want to fly a 747, I need a long runway because 
you know, a short runway ain't gonna give me ain't gonna give me that that that. You know what I'm talking about? Like yes. seriously, like you gotta have a, you gotta have a long yes. runway. Yes. So for me, I took this company, uh, the staffing company. We took it from four million the first year, doubled it, and then took it to twenty million a year. This year, like I said, it would have been a hundred million. Instead, mm-hmm. hundred million, and, and yeah, that's a hundred million. And and it's crazy because when when you look at that, you're like, damn, like those are accomplishments. Like now, if I could do a hundred million, I can I could do a billion. Why can't I can do a that's, billion? Yes. So so and I'll, and I'll and I'll share with you how like there's there's the way you get to that is just by getting involved in different businesses. So my media company, you can go to latinlive.com. Uh, or it's uh, you, the website you can google it and then you can go to we are latin live.com and uh latin live is gonna, w-e-a-r-e latin live.com yeah latin live l-a-t-i-n yeah you go to that uh that company is a, is gonna is being showcased on meet the draper show it's like the shark tank but it's the ones here in silicon valley uh that that company is gonna go public uh, right now, we're going through a, a crowdfunding uh, through a, a company called Republic. You can't get on Republic unless you're invited and you're like part of the uh, Silicon Valley elites, I guess. Um, we are going to be the first Latino-owned uh, media company to be billion-dollar company here in the Silicon Valley. Period. Hands down, multi-billion. So when I say billion, oh, I'm like. So for me, though. It's why because we're, we're we're giving back to our culture. We're, ba- we're 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 running our company. It's kind of like Fubu for us by us. It was that. That's right. That dude made so much money. Yeah. And you know people don't know the real story behind him. They don't know that his money was Korean gangster money that got him funded. That's true story. Wow. Like wow. his uh, his stuff is an amazing story. He's got an amazing background. So when you look at that and you you can see that you can take someone's money and do something with it and be have that kind of level of integrity and just that level of of just just want more you can do it we can all do it just again so so, so do you use your own money when investing yeah. or do you use other people's money are you it, are you it, it depends it's a blend money? it's there's a blend it you you can i can use my own money to start a deal but then when you need big reinforcements then you go to the bigger bigger chunks right now i have a i, I work with a chinese group um they're straight out of, out of hong kong right now Big money right now. I mean, right now, uh, I feel like I'm a, a lion caged in my place. Even though I got a cool spot, like it's cool, but I feel like I'm stuck. And I and I feel like, like right now, I, I, if we if I wouldn't we wouldn't be dealing with this quarantine stuff, I'd be out doing deals. I'd be out, you know, making making things happen. And uh, and not that I'm not making it happen from here, but it's a different feel when you're out. You know, you're you're interacting with people. We're 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 uh, creatures of of uh, of. Uh, you know, we're, we're interactive people. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know how to be a, a quarantine like this. This is like weird for me. Uh, I had to break away yesterday. I told you I, I went to the bay yesterday, and you're invited, and the girls are invited. Everyone's invited. We'll go. Chandra, Chandra, we going, hey, we going on the I personally got a 42 footer. My friend's got a 68 footer, and that, that's, that's like a, that's mega yacht stuff. On his boat, you can put like 75 people. We gotta, we gotta play the song "Big Pippin" by Jay Z too when we get on there. Oh, hey, whatever. I don't. What, uh, I don't. We'll play whatever. I just want to have a good time. Get out. Of, and I get when I'm in the water. When I'm in the water elements, like I feel at peace with myself. Um, it allows me to think, and I want to share those moments with good people. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm that. I'm like you know. There's, there's some people that say, oh, I want to be very secret, very private. I'm like, no, no, no. You can Google me. My phone number is, you know, you can my my cell phone number pops up on Google. I mean, I don't care. 
if you're going to call me, you're going to have, you, you have, because you have one, you have the guts to call me two because you know that when you call me, you're going to have to talk to me about real business because the, um, within the first five minutes, I know this is a bullshit call or it's a real call and what's up because I really don't have time to waste. I really, I, I don't because my, my, I value my time. I value your time. I value people that I'm, that we do when we do things together. There's got to be value. We got to bring value we'll to talk each other. To you. I talk, I think we, we just get on the phone and we'll talk for like 30, 45 minutes. It's, it's not a thing. You, you don't oh, have, no. you don't we, we, we have already burned 55 minutes and I can still go for another hour with you. Like I'm, I I'm, I'm fired up. I'm, I'm, I'm in no, I'm in no rush. And I got my show tonight too. I'm, I'm going to be talking at seven o'clock. I'm doing my live. But Wonderful. And I want everybody to go over there. I, I want to just go through the comments because everybody is like, we got a lot of comments, a lot of interaction. Good. And Good. Everybody yeah. is loving your story. Um, ask questions. If people want to ask questions, like hard ask questions, questions like, too. Ask, ask yeah, questions like, too. Uh, like I want, I, I want people to know that, look, you want to make money. You want to be real business. You want to do real business. Surround yourself with real people. Cut all the bullshit out of your life and, and be serious about it because we only live once. I, I, I tell you right now, we only live once. And God, God forbid that we we get sick or something happens to us or we're not here tomorrow. You, we got to take advantage of while of the time that we have while we're here. At the end of the day, I'm not going to be here forever. A couple of things that you said though that really resonate is you have the same. Everybody has the same amount of time. That's everybody right. has 24 hours in a day yeah. that they can do whatever that they need, whatever they wanted to do. You got to shift your mindset. That's you got to be an activator. You got to just do it. You start. You got to stop hanging out with. Uh, what somebody said the other day, I think it was George Frazier, you got to stop, stop majoring in minor people. I mean, we just have to change the people that we are around and we have to start doing things differently. Every And you also said that we need multiple revenue streams. And I preach this and I preach this and I preach this. If you are working a job, you will never be rich. If you are just doing one thing, even if you have a, if you have your own business, having your eggs all in that one basket, and what happens when you had your eggs in multiple baskets and they all Hey, perfect example. You're right. I had the nightclub business and I had the real estate business. There's no way that I thought that both were going to go down at the same time. Right. I, I, right. That was, they were both going up and then all of a sudden the real estate went down. I was like, oh, no worries. No big deal. I'm, hey, I'm still making money. And then all of a sudden this yeah. was started going down. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. Time out. What happened? Right. Then, then they both went down. Game over. So then, you know, so then I, I reminded, I told myself I will never ever ever allow myself to be put in this position ever again period hands down no questions i have a saying that i say to myself when i start like when i get really like right now i get i get in the zone nothing or no one will get in the way of my success period right nothing nothing, nothing or, or no one will get in the way of my, my success period. period period hands down when i had my my i don't my, want you to do period with a t on it when I had my, uh, my, 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 my significant other that, you know, I thought was going to be the one for me, I remember I, I even changed it up. I said, nothing or no one will get in the way of our love or our, our success, period. So I made it about ours, us. And then that fell apart. And then I realized, and I realized the day that I realized it is uh, when, right when I was going to publish my book, right there, Smoke and Mirrors, I'm going to send you a copy. Um... My son, I have a 15-year-old son, and he says to me, he goes, hey, Dad, he goes, I can't wait to, to read your book. And uh, and I said, oh, son, don't worry. It's going to come out soon. I'm going to give it to you. And his mom, which is the, the, the person that, that you know I thought we're, we were going to have a, a pretty – we've known each other for so, long, for so long. Finally, we said, you know what? Let's make this thing happen. Started the new year off right. We just There was a lot of beautiful energy going on. 
but she broke my heart. And she didn't break my heart because she did something bad, but it really shows her colors. She, I said, you know, you're going to like, you're going to love reading my book. And what comes out of her mouth? She goes, I'm not going to read that garbage. I'm not going to read that garbage. And I said to myself, I'm like, garbage, really? So to me, that's what got, that's what got the red pin. And I said, done, done. So, so for me, I'm like, this book right here is going to turn into a movie. It's going to turn into a series. Um, I've already, we've already started working on the second book. Uh, it's called, uh, smoking mirrors still standing. Um, and I've already written my second book, which is called, uh, decide, commit, execute. We haven't published it yet, but that's the cover right there. And Kristen Andres, the, the lady right here, that's Stedman's uh, right-hand person. She's the one that wrote a couple of his books. So she wrote a book with me, and we're almost done with this. Well, we're done with it. We just got to get it published now. So I'm not playing around. I'm not playing around. And I, says I just, she gets the red pen. <laughs> the, significant, what the significant other says she gets the red pen. That's what Raylene Miller said. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, and, and this goes out to everybody out there, though, too. You know, it's like you got everyone has to do a self-analysis of themselves and who's around them. And sometimes that hard decision, that hard decision is your partner. Your, your, your partner. If your partner does not support you, then you need to make changes in your life. Period. I know it, 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 it sounds... Well, but well, well, saying, maybe she was just having a bad day. Maybe she really didn't mean it. Well, uh, no, because she's very opinionated. And I said, wow. I said, really? I said, you know, you sure you don't want to read it? No, I'm not going to read that garbage. I don't want to know about your craziness. And I'm like, you don't even know. It took me two years to write this book, and you don't really know what's in it. It's my... If you actually took time and really step back and said, you know what, let me learn, let me, let me really analyze and see who is Mauricio. What is Mauricio about? She never, she doesn't, she, she only seen the success side. She's never seen the down and dirty side. So when we had our son, it was, I was, I was lit. That's part of what I call my, my, uh, it was part of my crazy lifestyle. You know, I was very, I was, oh, wait, wait. so where was she at when you were homeless? Not around. No, no, not around. I don't even want to. I don't want to even get into her crazy life, her her stuff, because I don't, I don't, I don't like to air out people's business. But it was such a crazy situation in my life that, it, I mean, really, like, so for me, I just realized I'm like, this is the person that I want to commit myself for the rest of my life, and yet you only want to be around when the good times are happening or when you know it's all there instead of, you know, hey, pick up the book and read read about me and 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 understand that it wasn't all what you think it is, you know, and not only that, you know, you want to live, a, you want to live in a nice place. You want to have a nice car. You want to have, you want to have nice things. It takes commitment. It takes hard work. It takes focus. Uh, it takes a lot of energy. And if your partner cannot support that, or you can't support your partner, then you need to do self analysis of yourself, period. Uh, and, and really think of what you, what's really important to you. What do you really want in life? Bottom line. And sometimes these things that I, 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 I want them to not hurt people, but I want them to really just like hit that core, hit that core, hit that gut and, and really think about like, man, we, we, if we really want to make it in life, we want to do some big things. We gotta, we gotta take it to the next level. Yeah. So, well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. So, so there, I can talk I mean, and talk. I'm like, <laughs> I can fire no, You got us all on the edge of our seats. And I'm telling you, there's, there's, Everybody's interacting. There's a lot of interaction going on over here. Um, I, wish I, just, can see it. I can't see it on my side, but or maybe it's on live comments. Yeah, there you go. Oh, wow. um, they're just kind of punctuating. They're just kind of punctuating what you're saying. 
Um, Sophia wants to know where, if, where she can order the book. Is it on Amazon? Yes, yeah, on Amazon. Okay, go to Amazon, and the name is Smoke and Mirrors. You can get a Kindle for 99 cents, you can buy the book for 19 bucks. I mean, whatever. Whatever you feel that, you know, invest. Get that, get that hard back. Get that hard back. And if they want it, they can actually go to my website um, and order it on mauricioamejia.com. And then okay. uh, then that comes directly to me, and then I just sign, I sign the book, and then I send it out. So on then Amazon. Said, that's who got the red line on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know who got the red line on the list. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm single, too, by the way. That's that. So, uh, hey, commitment, I'm, hard work, and discipline, and the right partnership is yeah. huge. Um, you accomplished so much, Mauricio, and and I know I know a billion dollars is on your vision board. You have a vision board. I know you said you visualize everything. You have a vision board. Is it written down on your board? Uh, you know, I actually I, I do. I, I have a I. It's my I, my my house is set up like office uh, office setup too. But I have a vision board. I have the homes that I want to have. I have the first thing that I had on my vision board was two hearts. And the hearts represented love. Um, mm. Stedman, Stedman told me, uh, and he and he practiced. And he, he in his talks, he says, in order to uh, lead others, you must learn to lead yourself first, right? In order to love others, you must learn to love yourself first. Here That's deep. That's deep. I mean, that guy's been with <laughs> Oprah. That guy's been with Oprah for thirty plus years. There's, there's magic there. There's, you know, and, and we've had some, he's shared some very deep conversations with me and there, and the man is just, I remember the, 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 the last time we had our, our, our event and we talked in LA, we did, I did a thousand kids in the morning. We did a thousand kids. We did a 750 person luncheon for the YMCA in downtown LA. And then we did a, a 250 person on the top of the U.S. bank building. And it was so cool. Stabbing myself, my sister, we went onto the helipad on top of the, the, the building. They took us all the way. To, I have a video of it. I had posted it. And it was just so cool to be with that man and that energy because at the end, I told him, I remember when I walked him back to the, or took him back to his hotel and we walked him in. I said, you know, Stedman, I go, I want to say thank you very much for being an amazing human being. I said, I love you, my brother. And he goes, oh, Mauricio. And he has this twain, this, this voice. It's very soft. And he goes, I love you too, man. And he gave me a big hug. And I was like, and he's like, fucking six, seven, you know, so he has to uh, bend over and give me a big hug. And I'm just like, it's just uh, right now what we're, what we need is we need to have a, a, a human kindness. We need to have a lot of love right now because this world is just crazy. What you, what you said is so poignant because, you know, we have to be, you know, whether you're, if you're, if you're not married and you're single, you have to be okay in your singleness you got to be know how to love yourself in your singleness you got to know who you are in your singleness before you could be married because you cannot pour from an empty cup so if you are empty if you don't have it in you there's no way you can give it to anybody else so having that that part together is going to make and whoever you get has to have come attracted to the same thing and I've been, I've been, you know, for me, it's, uh, it gets lonely. Don't, don't, don't yeah. be fooled either. I mean, it's, there's moments where like, you know, you're sitting on the couch and you're like, man, it's, uh, is this the way life is going to be? And then that's when your mind starts playing tricks on you though, too. And I just tell myself, I'm like, you know what? No, that's not the way life is going to be. When the time comes, it will happen. Um, right. so for me, I got to just stay focused. I got to stay the course. So on my vision board, I have the best you can best you that you could be, so that you can prepare it. yourself for your soulmate. Because that's, she, that's, what, that's what's happening right now. She's preparing yeah. herself for you. You have yeah. no idea. She's preparing maybe. herself for you. Maybe, yeah. maybe, and, and, and then it, become, it, it becomes possible. She's in the process of incubating, and she's gonna be. She's, she's preparing herself for you. And, and you, you know, know who you are? Honestly, 
I, honestly, I'm I'm not I'm not even gonna worry about it because I don't have I don't have, I don't the, have the, the the bandwidth to go that way. What I what I know is that those hearts are those hearts are on your vision board for a reason. So you well, gotta think about because, it because because it's a core part. But so I, from there, I have the homes that I want to have, the, the the lifestyle that I want to live. I'm I love Miami. Miami's like a second home to me. So I love going to Miami. I love being on the beach. I love being you know like like I love that lifestyle. That just that screams me. Um, I love beautiful cars. I love beautiful toys. You know, um, I, I want to travel the world. I want to, you know, I want to get to the point where I can share with others uh, wealth and, and build wealth. Real, like we're talking big money. Yeah. Wealth. And, yeah. and, you know, as you, as you climb up that, that ladder or that, that it gets, it, it's the truth. It gets lonely up there because yeah. not that many people, uh, they don't understand uh, your our mindsets, you know, People that are successful, people that have a lot of responsibilities, and that's what it is. We 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 have so many people that depend on our on us to make decisions. That if we don't make the right decision, the trickle effect. This is a perfect example. Look what look what we're dealing with right now. The top the people, and and we won't get into politics, but people didn't make the right decisions, and now when when the shit hit the fan and the, and we're having with all this chaos. The extreme is to shut everything down. Why? Because you have to reset everything. And that's what we're dealing right now. We're dealing with what I call as a global reset. The shit got out of control and the bells were being rang, but everyone was so focused on the, I mean, we were, this, this is crazy times. The money that, that is coming out right now is so much money in this, in this world that if you're not making money right now, this is, this is a true uh, statement too. If you're not making money right now, you're making bad decisions, period. Period, and, and, and I say that to everyone that's listening. That if you're not making money right now, then you need to. You're not making the right decisions because there is so much some money. People, some people are mentally focused on the loss and the lack and what's not, not me. Where not me. I'll tell, I'll, tell, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what I've done right now. While I've been sitting, I have friends in, in Vietnam and China. Um, I've ordered right now. We're in the process of ordering about a hundred thousand masks. I get the masks for a dollar fifty, and I'm going to go flip them for three dollars. I'm not a mask guy. I just have relationships. Right. You know? Love it. I love the way you a, think. A hundred, that, that's, a, that, hey, that's a million dollars in my pocket. Guys, for right. just selling masks. Right, I don't, right, I don't, right. Making money is not sexy. I don't want to say making money is not sexy. But the things that make money aren't always going to be sexy. It's not right. being an athlete or, or an artist. You know, they have to go through their struggle. They go through their, 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 their pressures, their pain pressures to get to where they're at. Yeah. Staffing company, I never thought. I mean, not my, I'm an entertainer. I'm, I'm nightlife. I'm glitz and glamour. I'm like, I like to wear the suits and be all, you know, pretty boy out. And I'm walking in a, in a, in a construction site. Now, I don't mind because I can, I can dress the part too. I'll put my, my work boots on and my jeans and boom, let's go. Let's rock yeah. and roll. I don't mind getting my hands dirty because I, I know what it takes. I don't, yeah. I'm not, I'm not living that, that, that facade or that fake life that, 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 you know, thinking that, you know, I'm just gonna wait around. Like, like right now, while we're while we're dealing with all this time, get shit done. Get organized. Clean up your files. I mean, I got get get your files. Get in order. I mean, get so organized. Do. There so there's so much stuff. stuff. I'll tell you right now, we will never have this kind of time ever again in the history of the world while we're living. I, again. I agree. Well, I agree. We will I never agree. have this kind of time ever again. And right now is the time to refocus, re-energize. Uh, you know, don't make excuses. You can't go work out. Go, go run, go run, do a workout inside the house. Yes. I, I, every morning I get up, I go work out too, because I'm, I'm, I need to have those endorphins that, 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 right. that energy just yeah. fires me up. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, and, and right now 
I don't even want to tell you numbers because I, I don't, again, I don't want to, this is not about, it, it, it's tell just, us, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to brag, but I'm just telling you right now. Well, so right now we have, right now in just real estate deals, I got about $200 million in real estate deals right now on hold. I mean, I, and, 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 but but we're still making, we're still negotiating, we're still making calls. My phone right now has been blowing up. I'm like, I'm, but I'm. This is important. I'm like, but people, you know, wanna. They're still doing business right now. We just right now is we're just doing business differently, and we're gonna be doing yeah. business differently. This online <laughs> stuff has created like this is this is this is another business that has already started. I mean, it's just this absolutely. Is Listen, I mean, and, and I'll speak to that because just getting on Zoom. And on Facebook, the bandwidth is so uh, backed up that we can't even. I had to switch to another, another, um, another system because people are doing business differently. People are now doing business on Zoom and on Facebook, and they're they're doing all kinds of stuff. It's so funny because you know it has changed. That's their headquarters right, right there. I, yep, I see that on one of your lives too. Yeah, that's that. I love He's in the penthouse, y'all. He's in the penthouse, y'all. But you know what? What you said, Mauricio, when you said, if you are not making money now, when I was leaving this morning, I was backing out of my driveway, and my neighbor, um, he was behind me. I was like, what is this man doing blocking my... But it was it was my homeboy. He's my neighbor. And he's in the same business as, as, that I'm in. But we were just kind of talking shop, and, and he was telling me that the, the lady that owns the company he works for, um, he said, she reminds me of you. Um, she's a Latino version of you, and she's also worth $500 million. And here's how she started, right? Yeah, I'm single. Here's I'm single. Right, right, right. <laughs> Right, right. And so, but, but, but you know what I mean? Money did? attracts money. Don't ever forget that either. That's another That's one. Right. Money attracts right. money, period. That's right. Successful That's people right. attract successful people. That's just, I, I'm going to just keep. Poor mindset that. attracts a poor mindset. If you're, right. you have a poor mindset, everybody around you is going to be poor. I mean, that's just what it is. But what I told this man before I left this conversation. Well, you told me how she started her, you know, what she started, how she started, and she built this to this $500 million business. I said, and I'll have that particular business that you're talking about by next week. Believe that. <laughs> right? So he told me what she did, how she made her money, now what she's doing, I'm doing that. I'm duplicating that and the business will be started next week. Believe yeah, it. That's it. You just gotta you just gotta execute on some things and execute them on them now. I mean if you don't even if you don't have a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, like I uh, said yesterday, trade services, barter services, but you have to be willing to invest in yourself. Um so I mean I, I agree. I'm uh I, uh, you know, if, if, if you go into something and you're already going with the losing attitude, you're going to lose. That's um, right. You know, I didn't, uh, guys, everyone out there, 2008, 2009, I lost everything. I, you know, I was making millions. I had a Ferrari 360 convertible living in a badass. I mean, my cost of living was 20 grand a month. Uh, I had 40 bucks. When I filed bankruptcy, my cost of living well, was 20 grand well, a month. 40, <laughs> $40 and, and, and you know what, though? Nobody can ever take away what I have up here. That's it. Uh, my ability to make money, my ability to communicate, my ability to uh, not be afraid. That's the other part. You can't be afraid. You, you know, it takes risk, big risk, big rewards, even little risk or risk, period. That it, it, it's, it, you know, it's just you can't be afraid. You can't be afraid. If you're afraid, then I don't want you on my team. You know, no disrespect to anyone. Yeah. I just, you you, you got to want to run. What? You got to run and you, if you got to want to run with the lions or the wolves, whichever ones that you can associate to, That's right. uh, you, you got to want to run and be that aggressive person that wants it.
guys, I don't want to go to bed hungry. I don't want to not leave. Money I don't, wanna... don't make money. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you know, I don't, I'm not, I, I just get fired up. So sometimes I get really like, like, like I'm not trying to shove things down people's throat. Hey, guys, some people don't make money. Like, you got to some, some people want to, some people don't. Um, you know, some people want to fake the funk. Hey, whatever. I'm good for, I'm, I got no, ju- I'm, I judge nobody. I'm at the end of the day. If I can help you, I'm here to help. Uh, if you don't want my help, hey, that's cool too. Whatever. I, there's people out there that want to be helped and want to do good business. I have I have a couple of sayings that you know I want to do good business. I, I, I want to do good business with good people where nobody gets hurt. Three 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 simple rules. You know, uh, you know, do what you say you're going to do and deliver when you say you're going to deliver. Don't you know? Don't start giving me song and dance and stories because a story is a story. I don't want to hear stories. I want you to be, you know, I want to do stuff black and white. I understand that there's gray areas, but if we start from a place of black and white, then we're clear. We have clear understanding and goals. If you come from a grayscale area, then we're never gonna. We're, we're we're it's like a bad relationship. If if the relationship comes from a from a bad place, it's not it's not gonna work out. So yeah. um, let me ask you this, because because people have been asking. People, uh, Mar- Marquita, she said her husband wants to get in contact with you. He sent you a DM. Can how do people? She's the people want you to come to them. I want to make a know? disclosure. Anything that comes out of here that comes from your contacts, you're you you you're you're part of the team. So whatever, I will always. I'm a, I'm an inclusive person. I don't. I'm not that guy or that person that uh, I, you know. I love relationships, but we're all gonna win. So if anyone comes from from here, you know, from your from what we're doing here, we do it together as a team. I'll say, hey, Constance, someone contact me because at the same time, you got to vouch for that person too. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but people I, I, want to work with you. I'm down to work with people as long as, again, let's not waste time and, and let's all win. You know, there's... there's you ain't about wasting time, y'all. Yeah, no, I'm... This is not even wasting time. I'm telling you, this is time well spent and invested um, because I know that out of all the people that, that, have, that, are, that are watching, it's going to impact somebody. It's gonna, someone is going to listen and there's going to be a key word. Trust. Yeah. Well, you didn't know who Mauricio Mejia was. They now know who you are. Trust me, they've already Googled you. They're already looking you up. And if they didn't found your phone number, hey, there, trust hey, me. Hey, there's, there's there's some good stuff, and then there's maybe one or two bad things out there, but those are those are those are fake news, you know. <laughs> <laughs> fake news, fake news. <laughs> I was young. I was young and dumb. So, but no, I was. Uh, no, I, I just I, again, I I, I just I, I want to do good business with good people. I don't want to. I don't want to waste time. You know, like again, it's just. When we were kids, you know, I remember one of my mentors that owned all the nightclubs in San Francisco. He owned Sound Factory, City Nights, a bunch of, like, the big clubs. And I remember he told me, his name is uh, uh, Britt Hahn. Britt told me one day when I had when I opened up my, my nightclub, I was so excited. I'm like, oh, man, yeah, I made, you know, my first million uh, uh, from the nightclub. I had In eight months, I paid back a million dollars. It was crazy. That's how much money we were printing out of that club. Um, I remember that I, I called him and he and he's like, oh, that's cool, that's cute. That's he's like, that's cute. Yeah, he had he had already made a hundred million back in two and early two thousand. He was in real estate and entertainment. Wow. And he said to me, he goes, Mauricio, he goes, in your twenties, go out and have fun and blow your brains out. Go, you know, like go have fun. Go, you know, just in your thirties, you're gonna start to mature and you're gonna start to, uh, you know, uh, do your sprints. In your 40s, you're going to start to be in your strides, you know, because now in our 40s, it's just a different. In our 30s, we're like, we, we want to just 
you know, we want to catch up for the 20s because we weren't smart enough in the 20s to get it together. So we're sprinting. In our 40s, we're striding. He says, Mauricio, if you, can't have, if you don't have it figured out by the time you're age 50, which for me is going to be six years from now, um, consider yourself a truck driver for the rest of your life. That's all he had to say to me. Uh, and, I, and I've had people that have come to me very black and white, very, very, very linear to me and have been very hard on me. Like, but I take that as, a, as like, you know what, thank you very much because I want it to be raw. I don't want, it, I don't want you to tell me what I want to hear. I hate people that tell me what I want to hear. I want you to tell me the, the real, the truth. Like, if I fucked up, tell me that I messed up and I'll fix it. I'll, and, I, and I also will take accountability. I, I am not afraid or ashamed to say, hey, you know what, I'm sorry if I fucked it up. Let, can, what can I do to make it better? And that's how we start to work the problems together. Now, there's some people that don't want to work things out, and I'm like, all right, well then, hey, you know, we won't you work. You gotta be out. accountable. I mean, there's no way you can grow if you're not if you don't own your shit and be accountable to it. The only way you can grow. That's just yeah. period. Period. Um, before we go, uh, yeah. I want to talk about your give back because again, like I said, that's one of the most that's one of the biggest things that really impressed me about you, your philanthropy. So, so what are some things that you're working on? Some of your give back stuff that you that you've been working on. So I'm big on, on, on children, uh, giving back to kids uh, that, you know, like uh, in the in the music or arts uh, stuff uh, or just, you know, people that need. Um, I, I said on I sat on the Cesar Chavez board, uh, you know, we gave scholarships to uh, to kids. Uh, I'm big on the homeless community. I, I'm a big advocate for homeless communities. It's, you know, those people, they, they've I one because not that I was in a severe homelessness situation because I wasn't out on the street streets, but. I was in a version of being homeless, you know, uh, not having my own place and, you know, sleeping on the floor and just the experience that I went through. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm big on, on those, on those things. Like I, I, I help out a local pastor out here in cleanup uh, where they do uh, homeless camp cleanups. You know, I, I get my construction and my developer partners to donate uh, whether it's resources, uh, food, you know, or, uh, you know, money, uh, money goes a long way, but, you know, I, I like to get my hands, I like to be more involved in this. Write a check. Um, I don't want to say anybody can just write a check, but when you give and you get involved, you you become a part of a part of it. So every year, I like to get involved in uh, in giving back to you know kids that don't have you know that don't have the you know whether it's toys for for kids you know during the holidays or or food you know I just I don't know I just think those are some basic things that 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 really just touch me and you know I get really emotional about it because I know what it's like to not have you know yeah um, just. And it, and they just, and I think a lot of us have that experience. You know, we don't, we, you know. So for me, I just, I get satisfaction knowing that, uh, for like, when I say that I want to make all this money, is because I want to make things. I want to give back. I want to, I want to make, give, make an impact in our community. Um, and for me, one thing that I, I was, I started, to, you know, I started realizing that the media and all the stuff that's coming out, like everything was like uh, something lives matters. You know, whether and for me, it wasn't about a certain segment I, I to me it's all people all lives matter you know it's everyone let's be inclusive versus creating these these uh lanes where it divides people you know um why not why not i mean everybody matters we all matter we're all human beings you know we're we all cut our finger and we all bleed the same color red blood you know just you know i just i, I don't i don't 
I don't see, I, I come from no color lines. I grew up in, in, in LA. I mean, it's uh, uh, Latinos, blacks, whites, Asians, everybody. I mean, my club. That's were, how it is. I mean, that's how it is in San Jose as well. I mean, that's what I yeah, grew up with. So I want to be inclusive, you know, I want to be, I want it to be for all to share, you know. Um, but obviously there's other, you know, uh, like Stedman was, was, was teaching me too. He was like, he loves to do things, um, for kids. And that's why he'll, he'll talk. Like we did a thousand kids in East LA. Uh, we, they bust in a, a thousand kids from all the different high schools and he'll do that for free. And yeah. and that's his way of giving back to like, and planting seeds in this young generation. And I saw that. I was like, you know, I like that. I, I, so I love to go talk to schools, I, uh, to young kids, you know, and, and, and I can, because I can relate, to, you know, even though I'm older, you know, a lot older than these younger kids, I can relate to where their mind is at because I was there one time. I was I was a little gang, you know, hanging around with the gangbangers. I was hanging around with the taggers. I was hanging around with all the all the troublemakers until I finally it clicked. You know, I stopped being so mad at the world. Yeah. And I, and I think that's and that's, the, that's the whole purpose of the give back is because somebody needs to see, see somebody who's been through what they've been through that can help bring them along the way because I need to see somebody that looks like me that shows me that, Oh, it's possible. You know, there's a lot of little brown boys out there that don't know it's possible until they can see somebody that looks like you that says, Oh my God, I can be a millionaire. I could be a billionaire instead of running after the the guy that's in the neighborhood. They can can go after somebody that looks like you. Um, You are a prime example. And that's why it's so important. You know, one of the things that I, I know for sure that the people who are highly successful, most beautiful hearts they give back and they give back from a place um of just purity and that's the reason why their success is sustains them um and so understand this you guys you don't have to be a millionaire billionaire multi-billionaire to give back you don't have to have a bunch of money to give back you can do that by going out and feeding somebody you can do that by going you know giving somebody a couple of dollars who cares what they're going to do with it i don't care just don't judge let's not judge let's not judge yeah, and, and, and that, doesn't, that doesn't mean go run on the street and just start giving. They just yeah. from your heart because you you, right. you feel that the moment is right. Um, you know, if that's you just, feel compelled to, you cut out. Are you there? Say that one more time. We we broke up a little bit. Yeah, go say that one more time. All right, which part? Uh, oh, you know, uh, give, give yeah, give when give from give from your heart and give when you feel that at the moment that, that it's the right thing to do. Don't don't go run out there and start just giving to give. No, that that's not the that's not the secret. That's not the magic. The magic right. has to come from love. It's it's just it's crazy because at the end of the day, everything just comes back to you know just love, give. You know, be be human. You know, be just be human. That that's the only way that I really like. Just be human. You know, and, uh, the law of reciprocity, and you don't. Uh, it, 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 it gets, I get, I get, I get really like just, yeah, just fuck, man. Just there's, there's too much hate right now. This, hmm? yeah. We just gotta, we just gotta take care of each other. You know, just. Yeah. I don't know. Amen. I love it, and I love you, Mauricio. Thank you, thank you for your transparency. You. Thank you for your honesty. Um, Sorry, I, I didn't really want to end it on a, on a cry, but no, fuck, that, that's it is absolutely beautiful. Keep them flowing. It just, it just, it's fuck, man. Let's, let's, we, we gotta, we gotta come back together. We gotta really. This is, this is when you see who, who really is true. You know, it's like we just, we just gotta take care of each other. We gotta look out for each other. I mean, fuck. There's, there's too many haters out there. There's too many people that want to see us down and out. But I use that as fuel for me. That's just my fuel. So. 
I just, you know, like I said, if I can help somebody out that, that really want, want, they'll meet me halfway and they want to, they want to be successful in their own way. I'm, I'm like you, man. I, I, I love the fact that we had this conversation. This was, this is like therapy this is for me. So. This is absolutely beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> so Mauricio will be at the We Summit when we do have the We Summit, but we wanted to give you just a little bit of a taste of what you are going to see, what you're going to experience. This man is real. And I only, I'm only around real and transparent people. You know, you can have all the money in the world, but if you're a jerk, if you're egotistical, I don't want anything to do with you. Nah. And it only I, lasts for so long. You do. Money money doesn't define who we are. You know, it just right. uh, what defines us is what we do, you know, just being human and being kind to people and loving. That's just, I don't know. Look at the anyway. comments. Look at the comments. <laughs> they're, they're loving on you, Mauricio. They are loving on you, brother. Uh, okay. So thank you, sir. Love you. Yeah, and thank you, thank you for talking to us, you guys. Make sure that you still have it on your uh, your calendar for the We Summit because it is going to happen and you get to meet this beautiful human being in person. Thank Take you. care and God bless. Bye. Thank you for tapping in to Real Talk Live with Constance Carter. I know you enjoyed the conversation. You want to hear more? Check us out every week. And be sure to check us out on Instagram, I am Constance Carter, and Facebook, Nobody Works Harder Than Constance Carter, and check out my YouTube page. Nobody works harder than Constance Carter. I'll see you soon.